Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Entrepreneur's Profit Growth Podcast with me, Lucy Starbuck. I'm excited about today's episode because I am going to start on the journey of being able to use your business numbers, so your finances, to unlock your profit growth, which is effectively what this entire podcast is about. So we're actually going to get on this journey real quick. And what I want to talk to you today is how to really bring your numbers into everyday decision making. And why this is important is because, and I feel like this will be my mantra, but I fundamentally believe your numbers within your business are telling you things almost screaming you things screaming things to you in your business like look at me I'm telling you something you need to see this whether that is a celebration because your profit margin has increased over the last six months or whether it is if you don't look at me now you're going to run out of cash and I don't want this for you I want your business to be sustainable so please look at this now so you can do something about it type shouting So either one of those things, to know this now is an exceptional thing as a business owner, because you need to be able to make smart decisions ahead of time to be able to navigate the wild journey that is entrepreneurship and small business ownership. And your numbers are the key place that gives you this information. Now, what usually happens in a small business? So this might resonate with you. This might not resonate with you, but I'm going to give you the case study of, you know, let's call it Sally, the small business owner. And Sally has a small business and she, let's just say, makes candles. And she knows that her candles cost her, I'm making this up completely, $12 to make and she sells them for $25. So She knows for every single candle that she makes, she makes a profit margin of $13 and she's making and selling candles and using all of her available time to do that. So loving life, right? So she takes the money um, that her her customers are giving her and she pays her expenses and she broadly has the cash to be able to do that at the times that she needs to. So she's just also really busy making candles, selling them, packing them, shipping them creating orders, making posts on Instagram to sell her candles, etc. So the thought of sitting down, actually doing her bookkeeping, doing her numbers, just isn't really ever going to be the priority, or so she thinks. So what happens in this particular instance is that I'm good. I know I'm making a profit from my candles. I know that I've got the cash to pay for my suppliers, so I don't need to do it right now, so I, I won't. So then rolls around tax time, tax time rolls around, and oh shit, I should probably get all of my numbers in order because I need to give it to my tax accountant um, to be able to do my tax return. And this is very common and often is what happens. So then you're fumbling through a year's worth of revenue, a year's worth of expenses, being like, oh, where's that freaking invoice for this massive expense that I really want the tax deduction for? And I can't find it. And so one, it ends up being something that is literally put off almost to the last minute that you need to do your tax return creates a lot of underlying stress, not only getting all your information together, but also there's that stress that I kind of want to talk to, which is when you've, it's in the back of your mind that you know it needs doing almost all the way through a financial year and it hasn't done. And you know, when you're like, you just kind of like wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh shit, I wonder 
how I'm going to get that done. And then you put it to the back of your mind again, and then you carry on for your day. And then it rears its ugly head again. That kind of stress that's just avoidance, I guess. There's a way to actually eliminate that kind of stress. And so then you get to all your numbers together, give them to your tax return. And actually this profitable business that you thought you had, because you know you make $13 a candle, wasn't that profitable and maybe it was loss making maybe it's break even maybe it was making just slightly less profit than you thought knowing that on a monthly basis one means that you have all your finances in order on a monthly basis and therefore when it comes to tax return time you quite simply just hand your tax accountant everything that you've just done but also or best thing to give them access to your accounting system so if you use zero for example they can just log in and see everything so you don't even need to find any invoices that you might have shoved in a drawer somewhere or anything because it's all in there so that's probably going to be a whole other episode but one of those things that's really important is to be able to have all your financial information there and have it done on a monthly basis and not just for your tax accountant, but this is obviously a really amazing side effect that actually you can just get your tax return done and dusted and the stress levels just dissipate hugely. But also when you are doing your information on a monthly basis, you're actually able to go, hold on a minute, I made, again, making numbers up, $5,000 from a, um, I'm doing this on top of my head, and and despite being an accountant and, and having my head in spreadsheets every single day, I do not do maths on the fly very well. So for example, I might sell a thousand candles and think I've probably made about $13,000 of profit because that's what my profit margin is. And actually in the month of March, I only made $5,000 of profit, even though I sold a thousand candles. I don't understand why that might be. And you can then go, oh, why? Oh, okay. I paid my insurance for the full year in that particular month and I operate under cash accounting. So I, I took that full expense. Okay, cool. That's cool. And you move on. And then you haven't forgotten about your insurance expense because it's already been accounted for. You've taken that accounting, you've accounted for that in March and you move on. But you start to get that kind of information when you look at your financials every single month. So that's just a relatively bog standard example. But there are things if that consistently happens month on month on month and you think you're making, say, 13K a month profit because that's your profit margin and that's what you're you're roughly selling a thousand candles and you're consistently not then have you taken the right salary from your business? Have you even taken a salary from your business? How do you start to make the decisions to make sure you can take a salary from your business? So I hope the example of Sally rings true to some of you and to see where actually making sure that you have a process in place every single month helps you to do something other than just alleviate stress when it comes to tax time it actually allows you to make decisions and I'm going to break this down even further that was just a very small example on the fly that I just wanted to to put out to see if it resonates so just to introduce you to my process for and I would do this on a monthly basis to make sure that you are creating a profitable sustainable and enjoyable business. Like they're the three things that really matter when it comes to running your own business. Honestly, if you are not finding your business enjoyable, and I include doing the financials in that enjoyment. And one of my (laughs) missions is to make sure that you as entrepreneurs and small business owners find it enjoyable, find it exciting. I have clients that we have a whole full hour talking about their financials 
and they finish the call and they say to me, oh my God, that's really exciting. I'm really excited about the future now. So this kind of support, I believe is critical. And I believe it's just as exciting as any other aspect of small business. So, and, and actually critical, right? We all know cash is king. We all know like poor financial management can actually have disastrous consequences. I do not want that for you. I want you to be energized about it. And I want you to be profitable, cash rich, and sustainable. So introducing my process. So my process has three parts and it is the process that will lead you to one, enjoy your numbers and two, use them to ensure that the profitability, enjoyability and sustainability continues into the future. So step one. So actually, let me tell you the acronym. The acronym is CIA. So um, hopefully it's relatively memorable because we all know the CIA. Um, the C stands for clarity. So getting clarity. And I will work through what this actually looks like in a second. The second is insights. So first, get clarity, then gain insights. And the third is take action. So clarity, insight, action. This is how you use your business numbers to drive your profitability. Now, this process can be applied to many different areas of business finance. But for the most part, what I'm going to do in this particular episode is just talk about understanding your business performance, your business profitability, and using this process in this particular example. And then I'll give you some smaller examples at the end about how else you can use it for maybe more specific decisions. So let's take the first step. So clarity. What do I mean by clarity? So clarity really is harking back to the example of Sally, the small business owner, and her candles. So Sally didn't have any financial clarity in this particular example until she put her numbers together for her tax accountant at the end of the year. And let's be honest, when, especially in Australia, you've got almost a year to do your tax return. So when you're putting your numbers together, there's a huge risk that that financial year ended like six months ago six months prior. So what you're, the numbers that you're putting together are not real time, they're historical. And there's a huge risk that you won't even look at them because you're like, oh, that was last year. I've, I've done six more months of this financial year now. So my business has changed, my business has evolved. I don't even want to look at them. So you cannot make a decision in your business unless you are clear about what you're looking at. So unless you have that particular clarity, and I do this with my clients, I do, I've done this in my previous roles, all the time. And that for me starts with getting your numbers on a page. And the key financial report that you will need to see here is your business profit and loss. So Luce, how do I freaking get a profit and loss? It's a great question. And there are many ways. And it depends where you are in your business. So I actually do have a masterclass called the Profit Power Masterclass, which actually tells you how to do it yourself. And um, to get to the point where you have just, oh my God, loads of invoices sat in a shoebox and how to actually bring them into an accounting system or onto a spreadsheet and get a profit and loss. For the purposes of this podcast, I will just talk you through the high level options of getting your own profit and loss. First of all, what is it? It is a summary statement, usually for a particular month. That's the lowest period of time that you would actually get a profit and loss for. 
And it would say, so let's say we're doing this for March 2023. So in March 2023, how much revenue did I make? So I, and I can't remember what I said about Sally earlier, but say, for example, she sells her candles. I think it was $25. She sells her candles for $25 and her cat, she sold a thousand in the month. So her revenue is $25,000. Then she, her candles cost her $12 to make each. She sells a thousand. So they cost those 12, those thousand cost her $12 each to make. So that entire thing cost her $12,000. So your profit and loss quite simply will have revenue at the top, 25,000, cost of selling, cost of making the candles, 12,000. So she'll end up with her $13,000 of profit, gross profit. And then beyond that, everything else that her business has cost her in this particular month. So if she pays any rent, let's say she pays $1,000 in rent, that will be in there. So minus 1,000. So now she's got $12,000 in profit. Maybe she pays herself $5,000 every single month from her business. So she'll take out her own owner's drawings, her owner's salary, however she measures that. So then from that 12,000, she takes five. So she's got $7,000 of profit left. And then whatever else she might take out of the business. So um, she might pay, for example, she might pay for subscriptions for her Shopify website that might be like $100 a month, making it up, got no idea. Um, Canva, all of that stuff. So all of these things, she might pay an influencer to do some marketing. Um, she might have $1,000 of marketing costs. So then that $7,000 of profit is now $6,000 of profit. Having all of that information in front of you is the clarity. That's where the clarity comes from. Without that, it is impossible to make decisions. So I want to be really, really clear that if you are a small business owner or an entrepreneur and you are not able to sit there and very clearly say, oh, in March, I made $25,000 of revenue and I was left with $6,000 of profit, then you do not have clarity. So put more optimistically or more positively as uh, the, which are my values, right? So I, I don't ever really want to be negative about this. So there is an opportunity to improve the clarity within your business to be able to make more informed decisions. So that is my first step. So you have some options. One, I would highly recommend you get some accounting software. I always recommend Zero. I am not a Zero affiliate or anything like that. I just think it is a very, very, very good system. It's something you pay a monthly subscription for and it creates a profit and loss automatically as you register an invoice, oh, I paid $1,000 for rent this month, bang, it will shove that straight into a PL for you. So it will record all of your sales for you. So that's a really easy way to create your own profit and loss. Then, or sorry, if you didn't have time for that, that's why bookkeepers exist. And bookkeepers are professionals at putting profit and losses together effectively. They will be able to record your transactions quickly, easily, accurately, you just send them all of your stuff and they will give you a profit and loss report every single month for the most part, or you should be asking for that. So they will be able to record all of your sales, all of your expenses, and then you will get at the end of the month. So it will usually be, so for example, if I was doing March, 2023, at the start of April, you would get what your profit and loss was for March. So everything's a bit retrospective. But that provides you the clarity that you actually need to start making business decisions. So they're the two main ways that you can get your clarity. And 
this should be done on a monthly basis because then you can start to compare month on month on month and that helps you drive insights. So that's the clarity piece. Now, insights. So this is where I am very mindful that as a small business owner, you have your zone of genius and whatever your small business is, it could be you're a photographer. It could be you make candles. It could be you are a coach. It could be you are a personal trainer. That is what you were good at. The frustrating thing is that often people expect you to also know what the frig you're talking about when it comes to finance, right? And what's the best return and when do I pay it? I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. So I empathize with that completely. And this is, and so the reason I'm bringing this up now is because having given you the guidance about how to get clarity over your business performance, I do not think it is reasonable to just expect you to be able to garner insights from the clarity. So I'm going to give you some tips about how to actually gain insights once I've explained what an insight is. So the clarity is literally your number on a page. So that example of Sally the candle maker, where she's got $25,000 of revenue and $6,000 of profit. That's just clarity. The insight is adding the so what onto it. So what does this mean for me? Why do I care that I made $6,000 of profit? Why do I care that I made $25,000 of revenue? And so the insight can come from various forms, but really it depends on what you want out of your business. And um, so it's, it's a personal judgment across it as well. So in the example of Sally, she can have many different insights coming from her $25,000 of revenue and $6,000 of profit. And that could be as straightforward as her going, oh, geez, I thought I made $10,000 of profit. And then able to go, oh, I bought $5,000 myself out of my business. I forgot. Okay, cool. But I need that $5,000. So, so automatically you go, okay, it's okay that my business made $6,000 of profit when I thought it was a bit more because I needed to take some money out of my business personally. And that was a non-negotiable for me this month, right? That's an insight. Then, or it could be, do you know what? I thought my business was break even because I've never really looked at it before. I can't believe I've made $6,000 of profit. That is more than I thought. That's also an insight. Another insight could be, okay, I made $6,000 of profit in March, but in February, I made $2,000 of profit. Why? So what? Oh, I got a new packaging supplier. And actually that saved me so much money. I've now made more money by doing the same thing. That's really cool. You see, that's the so what. So so why is it good that I've made six? Why is it bad that I made two? Why is it okay that I made six, even though I thought I made 10? Um, that's the insight. So really, you've got your number in front of you and you have to ask yourself, so what? And it doesn't need to be, you know, an accountant sitting there going, your gross margin was 32.5%, now it's 33.2% and it's driven by blah, blah, blah. It just needs to be as straightforward as you going, Okay, what did I think was going on versus what actually is going on? And if you if you don't know, then seek help. I am so passionate about helping people understand their numbers. Feel free to reach out to me and uh, we can work through financial education, financial literacy. It's not fair that you are expected just to read 
black and white numbers on a page and expect to be able to create meaning, to create that so what out of them if you've never had the education before. But what I am imploring you to do is not just leave them on the page to sit there in, you know, 2D form and you not actually use them to drive your business forward. So then you move to action. So once you have garnered your insight, how do you use it to create action? So the insights need to be decision making points. And so as an example, the example where, oh, I thought I made more profit last month. Oh, I forgot I took 5K out of the business. You then decide, actually, I'm quite comfortable taking that 5K out of the business every single month and having slightly less profit because I still need to live. That's your call. You decide whether that is appropriate for you to do. Or you might turn around and go, oh, I'd rather leave that money in the business, actually, because I want to make an investment in a new, I don't know, box closing machine because I can't be asked to manually close all of my candle boxes going forward as an example so you're like I'm gonna actually only take out 2k a month and um leave the rest in the business so that I can afford to make that investment when the time comes that's the action point the decision making point that has come out of your numbers so and as an example you might say oh I thought my candles were costing me 12 dollars a month to make and now they're costing me $13.50 and you might say oh geez okay the wax cost has gone up a lot I didn't actually notice that or I didn't think it had that much impact this is going to be interesting let me see if I can assess um or do or scope out some new suppliers and get it back down to the $12 per candle cost those kind of things you can take action because you will start to see the impact some of these changes have on your numbers. So you can then make decisions from there because you can start to see, geez, if I have to keep paying $13.50 for my wax instead of, or for my candles instead of 12, I cannot pull all of this out, all this money out. I cannot draw this money out for myself as a salary. And therefore it's not sustainable for me to live whilst operating this business. So that is the process of getting clarity, creating the insights and taking the action. And I just want to also give you another analogy of this because you do this in your everyday life, but probably without really calling it a process or really knowing it. So if I just give the example of going on holiday. So the clarity comes from, I want to go on holiday. Last time I went on holiday, I went to New York and I went for five days and I spent $5,000 and that's my holiday. Like that's your clarity. That was like information to say what you did last time. The insight is where you go, do you know what? For a five-day holiday, that's probably on the pricey side. I was also in New York. I was knackered running around like a blue-ass fly. Um, so I didn't really feel that refreshed. But I did like the food. Food in New York was amazing. So then you go, so based on what I know from that holiday, I think I want something a bit more relaxing going forward. Um, but maybe get a bit more bang for my buck. So that was like five grand for five days. Happy to spend five grand, but I'd like to eat two weeks out of it. So actually, maybe I'll go somewhere a bit closer to home. Maybe I'll go camper vanning in Western Australia. I'm based in Sydney, <laughs> so not the UK. Um, and I'm going to spend two weeks there and I've got to give myself a budget of five grand to do that. So these are the kind of decisions where you've got clarity. What did I do before? How did that pan out? What's my opinion of this, which is really the insights or how do I feel about it? And therefore, what action am I going to take going forward? So 
that really is your day-to-day -day life equivalent of this CIA clarity insight action process. So my actions to you going forward will be really ask yourself, do I have clarity on the financials of my business? And if not, how can I get it? Some of you will be listening to this and you're like, I actually do have the clarity. So, like my accountant or my bookkeeper sends me a report every single month, but I don't ever look at it. I don't know how to. So that is where you get support to get the insights out of your profit and loss every single month. So whether you ask your bookkeeper, you ask your accountant, you can reach out to me on Instagram, whatever you need to do to be able to start building your financial literacy to look at insights. You can even outsource it, right? You can outsource that to a virtual CFO to bring you the insights to help you make the decisions about the actions in your business and then the taking of the action. So sometimes this is the hardest thing to do because making decisions, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur or a solo business owner, making decisions by yourself is really tough. So seek support for that as well. Seek, whether it's from your network, whether it's from a coach, a CFO, an accountant, a tax accountant, you name it, seek support from on the decision-making, especially if it's a critical decision for your business based on numbers and you're not feeling confident. Absolutely. That's what outsourcing is for, right? So I respect the fact that it's difficult to make decisions alone sometimes. So make sure you reach out and seek the support that you might need. And as promised, another, I gave you the example of just looking at your financial performance and making decisions based on that. But other more focused decisions that you might need to look at financials are, is deciding to invest, for example, in your business. So maybe you want to buy some machinery, or maybe you want to employ a member of staff. And employing a member of staff obviously is an investment in its own right because you need to be making sure contracts are in place. You need to be providing, um, in Australia at least, um, a certain salary, superannuation obligations, etc. And also, if they're not performing or if there's any issue, um, you need to be providing kind of sick pay or how do you actually manage them out of the business if they're not performing, right? So it's an investment, it's an investment of time and it's an investment of money. So also being able to get clarity on how much is this member of staff going to cost me versus how much do I think the revenue or cost, revenue will increase or cost will decrease because of it. And is it financially viable, right? And sometimes the financial viability of it isn't that obvious in the first you know, six, maybe 12 months, but then when will it be? And being able to make those decisions by getting clarity, insights, and then taking the action. And the action might be, no, we're not going to do that now. We'll reassess in six months time. Or the clarity will be, or the action will be, yes, we will do that. We think it's going to cost us for the first six months. So profitability may go down, but then we will see a return on that investment. So maybe more siloed decisions or maybe an overall, how is my business performing? Clarity, insight, action is the process. It's critical for your business. Um, I hope that resonates and I hope it will make sense. Please reach out. You can DM me on Instagram at lucystarbuck.co. But for now, that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening to me. I loved having you here and I will look forward to seeing you very soon. Goodbye.